Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. Is this is this episode number 995? 995. We're five episodes away from our thousandth episode. Five episodes. So if we get to do one more week, if the Lord tarries another week, we will get to do a thousand, a thousand. episode of That's, Text Talk. That is super cool. And hey, there are a couple of people I think who have listened to all 1,000 episodes. Thank you. Yeah, that's who, right. Who are not related to me. And I've, I've met some people who are telling me they're trying to catch up. <laughs> that is such a hard <laughs> So maybe thing. we shouldn't we'll talk about how, well, you got a thousand to do. <laughs> <laughs> what episode are you on? 15. Okay. Whew. All right. Buckle well, up. Buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. Okay, let's jump into this, though. Let's let's go ahead and get number 90, 995 in the can here. We're in John chapter 13. Going to wrap up this chapter. I'm going to start reading in verse 31. When he, that is uh, Judas, when mm-hmm. he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Mm. Mm. No, I'm just thinking about that with with Peter and maybe in light of some other things that we've been talking about and studying on, but... uh, the the words there in verse 36 where i am going you cannot follow me now now but you shall follow me afterward yeah, yeah. um there's a little hope in there that that peter is going to get there one of these days yes. but peter thinks i'm ready now tonight's the night tonight if it night. must be the night cuz I, I don't really think he understood there was going to be a betrayal or anything but hey whatever it is i know i'm going to be right there with you i know i'm, I'm going to die with you i am going to die with you i am ready to do this. Let's mm-hmm. get you on your throne. If I have to die to get you there, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. And Jesus says, well, actually, no, no, you can't. I do want us to think about this. You know, when we get to the end of the book, we'll, we'll, we'll be coming back to this as mm-hmm. after we see what happens with Peter and how the Lord works with Peter at the very end. So let's just remember some things here that are said as he's talking about following Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can't follow me now. now, no, no, I will do it. I will do it. I will follow you. Even if following you leads me to lay down my life, I will do that. And Jesus says, you can't do it now. No. You can't do it now. And I think the reason he can't do it now is because he doesn't understand. Now, again, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag because when we get to the actual betrayal and the actual denial, we'll talk more then. But just yeah. setting the stage up because yeah. we know that's what's coming. Right. We know that's what's coming. So setting the stage, just some things that we need to have in our mind right. when, when we get to that place. Here's the thing that's interesting to me. Jesus says this about where I'm going, you can't follow. And then he gives this new commandment. 
And it's like Peter skips over the new commandment and goes back to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love one another. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean I can't follow That's you? Exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like he's ju- he's just been told what he's supposed to do, and instead of folks, okay, can you help me understand how I'm supposed to do what you just said? I want you guys to c- love one another the way I've loved you. Okay, fine, 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 but. Wait a minute. What do you mean I can't go with you? Yeah. He skips over that. You're going somewhere. What do you mean you're going somewhere? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What I want to make sure we don't do is skip over that commandment. Mm. And by that, I don't mean as a conversation on text talk. Yes, I want to talk about it. But I mean me as a disciple, as a child of God. I often get fixated on the things I'm not getting to do. I often get fixated on the blessings I'm not receiving rather than just focusing on here's the thing that Jesus has told me to do. Mm-hmm. And right here, what he has told Peter to do, and he's told all the disciples to do is love one another the way I have loved you. He says, this is a new commandment. So why is this a new commandment? Well, I, you know, that's a good thing to talk about. I recall a time when he is asked by, tested by some of his enemies to name the greatest commandment, Yeah, which love is the center of that, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second is like unto it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And both of those teachings actually come from the Old Testament. So this idea of love and even loving neighbors, uh, that's something that they've been taught. That's something that they know. So maybe as I'm drilling down in this, I'm trying to find a little twist. Like what is different about this that makes it new? Let Let me push on that even just a little bit more, because one of the interesting things is I think in Luke's rendition of the law, you're asking the question. Uh-huh. He asks, what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus says, well, what do you think it is? And the lawyer is the one who says, well, the greatest commandment is love yeah. the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second one is mm-hmm. love your neighbor as yourself. Boy, when I see Luke's accounting of it, I realize that it actually didn't take Jesus coming into the world for everybody to figure out those are actually the two greatest commandments. Even so, this lawyer could figure yeah. that out. So, like, that's what they've been taught. That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Maybe part of this is we actually haven't seen anyone do it. <laughs> okay. Until we come to Jesus. Okay. Are, and, and especially to the degree mm-hmm. that Jesus has done it. Mm-hmm. So is the new part of this, because as we've talked about those two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself, here it's love one another as I have loved you. As it's a different you. standard. Yeah. It's not love others as you love yourself. It's love one another as I have loved you. And so what he's done with them most immediately is he has just washed their feet. I think we see a connection here between loving another person and serving them, meeting their needs, doing what is necessary, even if it's a humbling um, type of service. And of course, what Jesus is about to do is take that love to the ultimate level. Uh, truly the true kind of love that God has for them, we didn't know until Jesus went to the cross. And so it is a new commandment in the in the light of this level and layer of love is so deep, is so powerful, it's just not been understood until you see Jesus on the cross. Well, and you see a little bit of progression here because in the 13th chapter, when he's talking about this, it's washing feet. But when we come back to it in the 15th chapter, uh, no greater love than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. And so Jesus gets there that the, the manifestation of this love is, I will die for you. I'm going to, yes, that's exactly it. I'm going to die for you. And so when we think about loving one another as Jesus loves us, we are at a depth of sacrifice, mm-hmm. an incredible amount of sacrificial love. I know, you know, one of the interesting things, and I, I, 
I know I've written articles actually along these lines, and I think I've come to reassess this. I've heard this by a lot of people, and like I said, I, I think for a little while I thought, yeah, this is right, but I let me just throw this out. You know that old standard, love love your neighbor as you love yourself. Oh, we'll see what that means. That assumes you, you know, love of self, so you can only love your neighbor if you love yourself. Yeah. And so the first, so there's three great commands, oh. love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself. And of course, you have to love yourself first. But I, I've actually yeah. thought through that a little bit more, and, and I get why that's appealing to folks, because, again, I think I've even written articles years ago kind of saying that same thing because I kind of bought into mm-hmm. it. But the more I've thought about it and the more I've studied, I mean, I really think Jesus is just saying, this is kind of the natural state. You're looking out for yourself. You look out for yeah. yourself. And I get it. I, I know in today's uh, milieu of the psychology and the emotion that we're dealing with, there's a lot of people that don't treat themselves the way they should. Right. And I understand that. And and, and there's a place to talk about that. I don't want to deny that there should be some self-care. I I don't want to deny that you should not overwork yourself. I don't want to deny. I mean, I I get all that. There's a place for Sabbath. You need all that. But there's, I think there's the point, like even in Ephesians, it just points out that, look, what people tend to do is nourish and cherish themselves. Mm, No man ever hated his own flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I may misunderstand how to nourish and cherish myself and do it all wrong. Right. But normally I'm looking out for number one mm-hmm. normally i'm trying to get what i want yeah. what, what makes me feel good and what this is pointing out is that i need to i need to be looking out and treating others as more significant philippians as it talks about there mm-hmm. you know rather than doing what i do is normally thinking i'm the one who's most significant right and, and i think about in uh, timothy and second timothy when paul talks to timothy about how awful it's going to get in the last days because Mm -hmm. people are going to love money and love pleasure. And very specifically, it says, instead of loving God, they're going to love themselves. Mm -hmm. So yes, there needs to be a place of self-care. I understand that. And, and, and very often the advice we're given on that. Yes, you're on the airplane, put the mask on yourself first. I get that. All of that is true. Right. 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 But we got to make sure we're not missing the scriptural point. The two greatest commands are love God and love others. And, and we've got to keep it there. Well, I was just going to say, and, and because the the danger is that in the name of my self-help and my self-love, I actually do put myself again first yeah. before God or before a neighbor, um, and, and that's obviously contrary to what he's being taught. We're now being given this other example in Christ himself, Yeah, you know, love as I have loved you. Uh, which, you know, I believe lays down a, a, a path for us to follow different from maybe my own assumptions of what, you know, what would be the best thing to do. Well, you're back to we'll the upside down Jesus. kingdom. Exactly. Yeah. The kingdom not of this world. Yeah. And, and by the way, that will be an astonishing thing that people will notice. Verse 35, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Like the way Jesus loved. Like the way Jesus loved. Yeah. That's the hallmark. This this is when you know you're my disciple. When you love the way I love, this is this is how people know. Oh, man, that that man, that woman has been following Jesus. Mm-hmm. How do I know? Look at how they, look at how that person loves Jesus disciples. Yeah. And you know what? I brought this up. I think it was on Wednesday earlier in the week. We talked about this. The Bible says a lot to us about love. We've already been talking about the two greatest commandments. Love God, love your neighbor. I'm supposed to love my spouse. I'm supposed to love my parents. I'm supposed to love my kids. I'm even supposed to love my enemies. That's right. But right here in John 13, 
When Jesus here is giving us a disciple-defining love, this is actually about loving other disciples. Mm. If you have love for one another. He does not talk about if you have love for everybody in the world. Yes, we are supposed to love everyone. Yes, we do good to everyone when we have opportunity, especially the household of faith. Right, right. uh, yes, I, I understand. But here, what he's pointing out is that folks ought to look at Jesus' kingdom citizens yes. and see a behavior and a relationship among us that stands out, mm-hmm. that is different, that folks say, I can't find that kind of relationship anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have some of that. I want to be in that. In fact, think about this from a big picture going all the way back to the Old Testament. Yeah. You know, Israel was supposed to behave in such a way, loving God and loving their neighbor, Mm -hmm. that when God would bless Israel, he would bless some who would turn around and be a blessing to everyone. And then what you would have is folks from other nations looking in and saying, oh, wow, I want to live there. Yeah. I want to live among those people because among those people, that's where the relationship with God is. Among those people is where this loving relationship with one another is. That's where blessing is found. It goes to show who the true God is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I I think we need to recognize that because a lot of what happens today a lot of what happens today is this notion that what churches are supposed to do is so uh, so disperse the blessings of God to the world right. is that, you know, if we go ahead and give you kingdom blessings before you come into the kingdom, you might want to come into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what Jesus is demonstrating here is kingdom blessings need to stand out as being amazing so that people say, I want some of I that. I want to be in the kingdom. I, I want to be in the kingdom because I see that's where blessing is. Yeah. I see that's where love is. And if I can just, for just another minute, bring up another Bible story, that story of the prodigal son, what happens? The prodigal gets out in right. the foreign land. He He's wasteful. There's a famine. Mm-hmm. And then very specifically, no one will help him. Right. He knows where to go to get the help, to help. get the love, to get yeah. the relationship. He goes back thinking he'll be a servant, but he finds out, no, I can be reinstated as a son. That's what's supposed to be happening in the kingdom, that this relationship is so powerful that folks out there say, I want to get in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to be loved like that. And we are loved in Jesus Christ. We thank you so much for joining us today for Text Talk. If you happen to be in the Tampa area this weekend, come out and worship with us. Uh, We'd love to meet you at Livingston. Say hello. Go to our website, www.christiansmeethere.org, for all the location and times. And we're going to close with a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you so much for your love and the love that you've shown in Jesus Christ. The new commandment that Christ gave to love one another as Christ has loved us. And Father, we pray that we would. We pray that the world might know you are God. Jesus is the Christ by the love seen in your people and in your church. We mark your prayer in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.